Well, I want to welcome Jim and Jason uh, back for part two of the uh, long-term residential program. If you were with us last week, uh, Jim is the director of the men's division. Jim's been director for almost going on 11 years, 10 years plus. And Jason has been our chaplain um, for at least six, seven years. Uh, and if you didn't get to hear the first part, Jason uh, shared a little bit about coming through the program. He went to his Bible college and then came back uh, and was employed at the uh, Haven Arrest. And Jim, Jim, you got a long history here, uh, you know, working your way up from uh, the facilities all the way up, working third shift, second shift, first shift, and now director of the men's division. So we're very glad to have uh, you guys on the broadcast for part two. We were talking last week about the long-term residential program. Uh, And like I said, if if you didn't tune in last week uh, to our listeners, we were sharing that there was a major renovation to the program. Uh, We uh, increased the capacity uh, of uh, our guys coming into the program. And I want to pick it up a little bit there in regards to uh, that aspect. You guys were talking last week about all the programs that are offered uh, to this program, but let's talk a little bit about the relationship building between you guys and the people that come in. Why don't you guys go ahead and talk a bit the importance of that? Yeah, you know, we all want to speak with someone that we're comfortable with. And so part of my ministry here and, and Jesse's ministry here in particular with the men on the residential program uh, is more pastoral. It's really getting to spend time in the office with a guy and get to hear their stories. And, and, and a lot of our men who come to us have deep wounds, uh, and they want to know that there's somebody there that cares. And so we'll, we meet with men on a regular basis and just try to walk through and talk through the different uh, life issues that they have. Uh, we have several online assessments that we work through with guys to see what some struggles are that they may be struggling with in particular and to try to uh, point them to some biblical resources to help overcome some of those things. Uh, and from time to time, sometimes some men have been so deeply broken and so deeply hurt that we think that maybe they might need a little bit more help than what we can offer here. Uh, we would be quick to acknowledge uh, our limitations, if you would. And so we have partnered with uh, another Christian counseling ministry here uh, in the community, and, mm-hmm. and that's been a fantastic relationship uh, for our men. It gives them uh, another voice outside of Haven of Rest that they're hearing reinforce a lot of the same things. Um, we all have children, and not yes. to compare our men to children, but mm-hmm. we, we all know how it is. We, we can all tell our kids the same thing 25 times, and they don't listen to us. But if the youth pastor says it, then he's a genius. <laughs> yeah. And that's just kind of how it is with our relationships yes. with, with, with our men. You know, Jesse and I and Jim are going to be telling them one thing, you know, and then but when they hear that same thing being reinforced from an outside voice, it's just kind of reassuring to them to know that, hey, these people are on my side. They do want what's best for me. As a matter of fact, you know, I had shared that recovery is a journey. And so sometimes on that road to recovery, some men fall and they may need to come back. Uh, and frequently, when men come back, that's why they come back to us is because they said they know they were loved well here, mm. and that's that's so important absolutely for us. You know, one of the things I love about this program too, we know it's a long term program. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll sit there and say it can go anywhere from six months to eight months, but really, you guys have catered it to the need. Uh, so really. Uh, 
maybe that somebody might come in, our target date is six months, but they need to stay longer. How do you guys figure that out? Well, there's a lot of ways that we can work through that process. Some is, you know, that's part of the ongoing meetings that Jason and, and our uh, resident manager, Jesse, are having with men, is we're assessing kind of the barriers that are there in their life. And, and so they're going to progress through our classes and, and the, the different things that we offer. But uh, it's going to become evident through those talks and, and through what's revealed uh, what's going on. And so for some men, um, they're going to engage in counseling a little longer, and we're going we're gonna to work to give them opportunities to extend their program. Um, some men have significant maybe legal barriers that exist outside the mission. They might have just come on the other side of uh, some criminal activity, and, and they're still – uh, have to report to a probation officer. And, and so there's going to be some immediate barriers for them to find mm-hmm. work in the short term. And so we're going to work with them. Maybe we, we might extend some time in the learning center. We might add some extra assignments for them um, as we just work with them uh, through the barriers they may present. And then there's some other options that, uh, that we have uh, towards the end of the program that would be for not everyone, but uh, many do take it. And that's the opportunity for an internship. Uh, there's a lot of reasons someone might uh, go through our program and become an intern at the end of it. Uh, and some of those might be they're unsure of the future because of the barriers or maybe just the complete departure from a previous lifestyle. They don't even know what life's going to look like yes. next. The, the internship gives them an opportunity to kind of sort through some of that uh, in, a, in, a, in a real world environment. Um, other people feel a call to ministry while they're here, and an internship is kind of a chance to dip their toe in what that's like to be side by side with our staff and to see what ministry looks like on the ground. Um, and there are some other reasons that we would do it as well, but uh, that's typically a six-month time frame. So if someone's entering into an internship towards the back end of their program, they might, in all reality, be on our program for be- beyond a year. Um, and if we're to kind of reference back to what we talked about last week, um, biblically, we're, we're, we're allowing a lot of roots to grow and, into a deeper place. And the science would actually back that up because you're kind of hitting the sweet spot in your, your, your mind, beginning to think more rationally and less like an addicted brain, the further into recovery you get. So as we extend that time for men, even past that year, um, not only the lessons of scripture taking root, but their mind is continuing to heal through that process. Yeah. One of the things that we remind guys is that for a lot of us who come in here, we have spent decades caught up in the throes of addiction and poor mm-hmm. choices and things along the way. And so we want to give as much time as absolutely possible for each individual person, you know, uh, for personal growth and development. It, it, it takes pace at a different pace for each one of us, uh, you know, and, and so ideally, though, you want to hit that two years of continued maintained sobriety. If you hit two years of continued maintained sobriety, your long-term chances go up exponentially of staying clean. You know, guys, as I'm talking to you guys, there's two things. One, I want to revisit. Jim, you talked about it last week, and I just want to revisit it for our listeners. The other thing I want to talk about is the importance of graduation. So the first thing, Jim, is uh, you had said to me um, probably a couple weeks ago, about the program and how when we used to, well, we last this year we didn't do any of our dinners or banquets and even speaking at churches. And you mentioned to me uh, it would be nice to let people know that we are here for those that need help. Why don't you talk a little bit more about that? Absolutely. Yeah, historically, you know, we've had some kind of touch points with the community. The banquets are a great opportunity for us to go to all the surrounding areas and really share the work of the ministry. And with, uh, with the lockdowns and the restrictions that have come, that, that we haven't had that chance. So I, I do really appreciate you giving us this platform to share 
uh, just what God's doing here and the opportunity for people. Uh, you know, tours were another way we did that yes. in our open house. And, you know, all those things have been very limited. Uh, so realistically, though, we know that there are folks out there that are hurting. Mm-hmm. And uh, many people think Haven of Rest and they know we're a shelter and we're a place that feeds and clothes, but they don't all always think of our program. And uh, we want people to know that we are here to help. It's a, you know, no cost option. Yes. What, what we're, uh, the, the only thing it will cost you is that you would invest your time, your heart, and your energy to change. It's going to cost you that, but we're not gonna, it's not going to be a financial burden in that way. Um, so we just really would implore anyone listening who knows someone, or if it's you yourself that, that is seeking help, to please give us a call. Um, there, we know addiction has not taken a break because That's right. society has slowed down or, or locked down to a degree. So uh, our doors are open, and we would really, really implore you to, uh, to reach out if you need help. And who would they call, and who would they ask for? Yes, what we would ask is ideally we would like for the individual who is seeking help to be the one to initiate that phone conversation with myself or Jesse Slayball. Uh, either one of us would be happy to speak with them on the phone, and then if they still want to continue to move forward with things, we'll set up a time for them to come in and fill out an intake form for us, and then we'll do a face-to-face interview uh, with them. And we just try to be as open and as honest about who we are and what they can expect during their time here. Uh, when a new resident comes on the program, we tell them, you know, when you start to hear nine months to a year, it can be a bit overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to take this first 30 days and just commit to this this first 30 days. And, and let's just walk out this first 30 days. And after 30 days, you're going to have a good feel for who we are. And you're going to know, yes, I want to be continue on and be a part of this community and to grow, grow in my relationship with Christ and to help overcome uh, these addiction issues. And it doesn't just have to be uh, drug addiction. We've had men here who have wrestled with issues from ranging from pornography yes. to gambling mm-hmm. to simply just having a lack of purpose. You know, mm-hmm. when, that's what I try to tell people. We are not your stereotypical drug rehab. That, that's not who we are. We're, we are a men's residential discipleship program, and we want to see men grow in Christ. And if a man desires to grow in Christ and find some freedom from those life-dominating issues, by all means, please reach out, call myself, call Jesse. We'll be happy to schedule a time to meet with you. Very good. And, you know, there's another, I love the full program because, you know, for me, uh, you know, I was in men's division. I know you guys are right in the heart of it. You know, when you see a, a man come in and you see sometimes the condition he's in, and then you start seeing this transformation that happens over time. I mean, it is a true blessing to witness that. But I want to talk a little bit about this this phase of the graduation, uh, how important that is. Uh, there's a celebration that goes on. That doesn't mean that everything is done in life, but they've really hit a milestone. Why don't you guys talk about that? You know, so one of the things that, that I do uh, is I keep my certificate of completion from the Men's Morning Life Application Bible Study next to my college diploma. Um, because were it not for completing that morning class, uh, there's no way I would have ever went to school or anything. Uh, and so I tell guys, uh, completing this program was the first thing that I ever actually completed. Um, I was had initially dropped out of high school and was forced to go back. I uh, got kicked out of the Army, you know, and so I had no sense of completion in life. Uh, and to have that opportunity to be recognized in front of other men who, men and women who may be struggling with similar issues, to be able to give them some hope and to celebrate those milestone moments uh, with people, I think is extremely important. So we actually have many graduations along the way. And I don't mm-hmm. mean many like uh, a lot. 
the end of the program. I mean, we celebrate uh, milestones at almost every phase of the program. Yes. So uh, there's some early wins that, that the men have where we have some classes that are on their thinking when they start the program. We're going we're gonna to have a, a graduation as they do that. Jason mentioned the morning Bible study, uh, our, our authentic manhood class, uh, any number of phases along the way. When a man completes something, we want to be able to, to celebrate with them and say, job well done, you know, Absolutely. and, and, uh, and that, isn't that what we all want to hear from the Lord one day, yes. you know, and, and so, but to celebrate that with the men, it builds momentum as well. And it, it's, it's positive momentum for the change that's going on that ultimately leads to the graduation from career development, which is kind of the capstone uh, piece of the program. Yeah, and, and the good thing about doing those celebrations is you may be celebrating a guy who has been here for nine, 10 months or yes. something. And that guy that's been here for two days, that helps give him hope because he knows that if I continue on this journey, one day I can be up there doing that graduation ceremony as well. Well, you know what's encouraging is as those graduations happen, and Jim, you're right, there's several graduations that, that go on. And then there's this graduation where a lot of the staff and, and, and friends come in. And really to hear the testimonies of the men coming up and sharing and Jason, it's exactly what you, you said. It's encouraging those that maybe just came onto the program or maybe they're not even in the 30 days. We know there's a lot of battles that go on in that 30 days. Mm-hmm. And I'm, when I say battles, a lot of things that go on in the mind. Uh, you know, what am I doing here? And so that's critical. And they need a lot, a lot of encouragement during that time frame. As we get ready to close here, uh, Jim and Jason, uh, Jim, I'd like you to once again uh, let her give our listeners at least the information if they know somebody or maybe they are if they want to inquire about the program how would that how would they do that sure so they can call haven of rest 330-535-1563 the two people they're going to ask for would be either jesse slaybaugh our resident manager or jason hubbard our chaplain uh, and they once they're connected with them they would schedule a time to come in and speak with them uh, again we would want the person who is uh, going to be the one seeking help to be on that phone call um, it's important that they're initiating that conversation um, because we want them to be fully invested in this process, that, this journey that they're about to take. So uh, if that's you or a loved one, please don't hesitate to call. And then my last question to you both is how can our listeners pray for you guys and the program? Yeah, you can just pray for us for, for wisdom as we speak. We are constantly evaluating and, and reviewing our materials that we use with the men, our interactions uh, with the men, the best way for doing case uh, management with the men. And so if you could just pray for, for us in that, we would appreciate it. And I would add, you know, we want to be the best resource to the glory of God that we can to our community. Amen. And so as you pray for Haven of Rest, pray for our city, pray for our county. Pray for the surrounding areas as we're here because a need exists. We're here because there are people hurting. And uh, so as you pray for us as kind of God's, one of his instruments to reach out, um, continue to pray for our city and for our, our area. Well, Jim and Jason, I want to thank you both for being a part of this program. Uh, I know it was a blessing to me. I know it was a blessing to our listeners. And I know our listeners will take to heart your prayer request here. So thank you both for being on the radio. Thank you for having us. Thank you.